0: What's up Kings fans, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor, it's totally free. Everybody, welcome in to another episode of Making It Rain, Hockey Royalties Rain Podcast. Also part of the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, my esteemed colleague Joe Paterino. How you doing, my man?
1: Doing very well, Randon. How are you? Besides the result, how was the game last night? Because I know you were in attendance. King's hey, yeah.
0: game. Man. Just just madness, because uh we were up three-one, and like I was telling you before we got on here. Like I just saw on this weird streak, my brother and I are on this weird streak that we just can't see a a win from any of our teams. Baseball, football, hockey, it it doesn't matter. And it's just so weird. I mean, we went and saw the Dallas home opener against the Kings and we were ahead in that game. And then like we saw both of Calia's just wonderful goals. And we're like, man, this is going to be different because every single time that the Kings have lost this year, they've come back with a vengeance the next game. Like they've righted the ship, you know? And so like, with that history and then the 3-1, I was like, okay, we're, we're doing this, you know, like and, you know, I'm sitting all that kind of stuff and then just the wheels fall off and I'm just like, not again, like, there's no way that like, I'm the big, eventually my team's going to have to win. <laughs> like eventually sometimes something's going to have to break, but it was maddening. Other than that, it was, uh, it was good. I got to see a couple friends that I haven't seen in a while. Sure. Got to hang out with the brothers. Um, you know, we take the train out from Fort Worth to Dallas. So it's like an hour long train ride. So you don't have to worry about drinking, driving and, and parking and all that kind of stuff like that. So that was fun. You know, I mean, it always, it's always fun to go to hockey third period. We try to sneak, sneak down. I mean, we had a good tickets anyways, but we try to sneak down in the glass and <laughs> because my friend and I saw two seats down there or a couple seats down there. So we're like the whole period, it was a third period. Like the first five minutes we were like, okay, we'll see if anybody comes back from getting their beer break nobody so we start walking down him and i let this group of people pass us and they go and sit those seats <laughs> like it, it. i i don't know if it was their seats or not yeah. but like then we're at the bottom of the staircase like where do we do like we just like walked all the way down everybody saw us walk down here and so there was happened to be two seats like in row four and then we, you know uh we had a guy uh ask us to move out of those two so like we got to sit lower for a good i don't know like Two minutes or whatever, and then had to go back to our seat. So it was a little embarrassing, but it, we we tried to make it work. It, it was what it was, but go. it was fun. I mean, hockey games are always fun. Depressing result, you know. I just want to win. Just want to win one, man. I just want to see. I just want to see a dub. You know, the you team's better. So
1: many, you only go to so many games, right? So when you're there, you want to see the W.
0: Yeah, it's been rough as a Kings fan, like going to all these games. I remember my 30th birthday. I decided to go to L. A. and I saw two games in L. A. and one game in Anaheim. We lost all three of them. <laughs> And I didn't see one goal in the end that I was sitting at all three games.
1: That's It was luck. like,
0: I am, yeah, I sure probably never go to a Kings game if, if we hope to win those. That, you know, if we're in the Stanley Cup and I have an opportunity to go, I'll probably stay home. Because I don't want to ruin it for them <laughs> with the way my luck is going right now. But
1: how's uh, your week been? You, had a, you have a beer league game tonight or what? Sure did. Another, another W. Uh, we, we just lighten up clappers from the blue line, huh? That's I, you won't see me lighting clappers, but we uh, <laughs> uh, another late one left it late. It was tied late. We had a uh, somebody got sprung in a breakaway for four three win in the final uh, couple of minutes, one week left and then playoff time. So
0: nice. Nice. Well, uh, let's get started in here. Uh, let me throw up these banners here. I've been doing a little lackadaisical with that. Uh Alex Turcott back practicing uh, in a non-contact uh, jersey now or, or not in a non-contact jersey anymore. He's back practicing full time, so he should be back uh, anytime soon with uh, with the team. Probably this weekend series is what I'm guessing. Uh, what you know, seeing that he was on a streak uh, a little bit before the injury, um, I didn't watch the game that he got injured. But you know, what what can we expect from him? And you know, obviously with Jad getting pulled up, I don't know for how long. Uh, you know, what are, what is the ring going to get from Turcotte and how does he, where do you think he's going to fit in uh, to this team right now when he comes well, back? I
1: think, I think you're going to get what he, what he brings night in and night out. And that's, he's, he's going to roll up his sleeves and he's going to be one of the hardest working players on the ice. He's going to be a really good two way forward, whether he's playing down the middle or playing on the wing. So um, I, he's a responsible player and it kind of sucks because, you know, everybody's waiting for, for kind of the production or seeing what type of production he's going to bring. And he started to right the last seven games he's played in, he had eight points, including a power play goal. Um, You know, so I think it was, it was tough to see him go down just when he's starting to, to heat up a little bit, but he's the type of player that like he he's, I know it's maybe a bit cliche, but he's like an honest player. Like you're always gonna get an effort out of him. You know, even if he's not producing, you're going he's going to be an effective player. And I think that's why down the road he's gonna be an NHL player for a long time because he can be so versatile and do a multiple uh, do multiple different things on the ice in all three zones, to where if he isn't producing, he can still be somebody that's that's an effective player. So uh, he's the type of guy that I think's gonna hop right back in and and you know make his his Impact the way he impacts the game, which you know, again, maybe on the defensive side of the puck, uh, maybe down low on four forechecks, um, but I, I suspect nothing less when he gets back.
0: Yeah, he's a guy that's constantly going to move his legs. Hopefully, the injury doesn't uh, stop that. And and you know, he was really making strides offensively. You know, and we heard, uh, we heard it that if the you know rumors are that if if the Kings weren't so you know log jammed at forward right now, he probably would have been playing more games than what he did this season uh Rob Blake mentioned that and so uh I, I would like to see him just get back on it and get back to the, the scoring touch because that's what fans want to see and I really like that um you know Brian said you know had a little different point of view of his game and uh, you know that we had on on Friday saying that you know he's just a responsible guy and he 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 makes up a lot of points uh in, points in the standings by his defensive play and his right. point share so um you know it's so crazy when you see point production and how that works out. But when we're talking about wins and losses from a team standpoint, defense is just as important. Obviously we saw that in the Kings sure. game being up three, one, let that team back into it. Cause our defense, you know, was atrocious. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see that. And then, you know, we'll see, obviously with the trade deadline, if the Kings move some people out, if it's Velarde, if it's Turcotte, um, maybe he is one of those pieces, but it, it'll be nice to get him back. I hope he continues back where he left off. And not really going back to those long droughts, you know, being a more consistent point producer.
1: Yeah, and and I've said it, we've talked about it. I think on this show all season, like, and personally, I don't care if he plays a game in the NHL this year. I wanted to just to get the kid to be a healthy pro season. Honestly, that's that's all I was looking for. And he's had a couple of minor bouts this year, where he's missed a little bit of time, so he hasn't quite had that. But if he can, if he can end this season. I hope it's. I just stay in Ontario. There's no need to bring him up. There's enough bodies in Los Angeles. Turkoff's not going to bring anything different than what's up there. Let him just play and continue his development in Ontario. Uh, I think that's what's best for him. So hopefully, fingers crossed, the kid stays healthy the rest of the way and put together a good a good end of the season. And hey, you know, maybe a deep playoff run with Ontario. That'd be huge for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the, they're going to a lot of these guys are going to learn just as much in a, in a colder run than they are going up and playing pro hockey, you know, playoff hockey is different. We all know that in the NHL, the same thing goes for the AHL. So they're going to get a different attitude uh, coming together and and working on that as a team. And, and hopefully these guys grow together. That's what the whole point of a lot of these prospects being in the same spot right now, you know, you're going to eventually see this team transpose to the NHL level, you know, minus some guys that maybe don't work out, uh, But, you know, learning to play with each other, battling through and showing it, uh, you know, through adversity of of a deep playoff run is definitely something that they can learn and grow from.
1: Yeah, no question. And I know you mentioned it there briefly, but just just throw out really happy to see Anderson Dolan get called up to the Kings. He's earned it. He's been we've talked about him on this show. He's a favorite of ours, been one of the better players in Ontario. So hopefully he gets a little bit of a role here uh, with Los Angeles going forward.
0: Yeah, let's move on to another guy that's back in action. Uh, leas Anderson out for a long time with an injury. Uh, he's on a conditioning stint with the rain. Don't know how long that'll be. Def Lander stars and stripes in, in this last game. Uh, I know we usually go game by game, but let's talk about leah Anderson and his game in game three. Uh, obviously scored the two goals with the extra man on the ice to to pull this game out of nowhere. The exact opposite than, than what the Kings did in, in the same night. Um, what did you think of his game watching it? Because obviously I was at the, the, the Kings and stars game, so I didn't get to watch it. So, kind of what did you see from him and is it typical leas anderson with a little bit of that grit and a little bit of that skill
1: it was it, it, you know for a guy that's missed so much time and i'm going to be honest with you I, I, like with so many guys and so much that's been going on the king's been playing so well the raider been playing well there's all these bodies i almost forgot about leas anderson and all of a sudden he's back he's in a conditioning extent it's like oh my god there's another guy we we keep talking about all these players and there's another one that's that's coming back and he makes a big impact in his first game back he's missed so much time and yeah i thought i thought that he looked pretty good for his first game back in, in so much time he he was he showed the flashes of skill and man the the goal he scored and i know the between the legs goal is getting all the 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 pub and rightfully so it was an incredibly skillful goal in tight but the shot he he's uh the, the shot he had to, to cut the lead to one right before that was just as impressive to me he had wheels that game. His legs looked good, and he talked about it after the game. That he said that uh, he was even probably a little bit surprised himself with how well he felt. Um, he didn't look like he missed a beat. Uh, it was kind of crazy, to be honest with you. So I uh, played the power play. Um, really, really impressed with his first game back.
0: So is he? Is he the type of guy that you could see maybe helping the production of that byfield line?
1: Ah, oh, Randon. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, like I just said, I, he's, there's a. <laughs> I know
0: it's one game, but I just, no, But that, you're right. that's what no, the fans are thinking at.
1: You know? It's funny. The, the reason I, the reason I answer it like that is because there's, a, here's another guy to throw into the mix, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the two goal game, Cali just have, I, you know, Athens, he has been in and actually mostly out of the lineup lately. Grunstrom's getting some looks, you know, Velarde is still playing well in, and, in, and, Ontario, is he going to get called back up? And all of a sudden, hey, guess what, guys? Leah Anderson's back. You know, I, I get he could he? Yes, but it's the same problem that, say, uh, Gabe Velarde has, right? Is who's coming out? Is is, you know, I Athanasiu appears to be on the way. If he's not on the way out, he's at least on the outskirts of the roster, um, at least at the moment. Grundstrom, is he locked into that left side? Probably not. Right, I, I maybe not. I can see somebody else getting looked, but Anderson Dolan's there now too. So it's the same thing that we've kind of been talking about. Is yeah, could Leish Anderson help in that line? Maybe. I just don't know who's who's coming out. So for now, he's in Ontario.
0: Yeah, I just really liked his game, and obviously that, that yeah. line with him and Kachev and Velarde to in the preseason was getting all the pub. And and it, the game just developed, and we talked about it last year, and what he did with the rain, and how he kind of got that confidence, and and I really think that he's. He's almost kind of like um esque in the fact that I really just want to see him be healthy and get a consistent look for a full season and it's just injuries have been uh, hampering Leas this year and you know Blake Blake needs to make a move to to reduce some of this clutter and I think you're right C. U. is probably the clear choice not that he's not better than Grunstrom or maybe Leas Anderson he's you know he's uh, going to be a UFA um, you know he's not in the future plans for this team it would also you know, uh, clear up some salary for maybe a potential trade in, uh, this season. Um, I think you're probably right. And and I like Grunstrom's game more than a lot of people do. Um, Tonka is one of those guys that just, you know, he hits, he gets in people's face. He has that scoring touch a little bit. Um, and he's, you know, he's the type of player that the team needs. You need, the only gritty guy can't be Lemieux. Like you need a little bit more of that, on that line, but right now he has that Brown and him and, uh, there's, there's not a lot of scoring touch to help, to help Byfield. So bringing it back to Leah Anderson, right now, he could definitely help this team, the rain, uh, push for a playoff spot. If there becomes an opportunity for him to be, um, uh, you know, of, of available for the Kings, then, then great. I've always liked his game. I think he deserves a shot just because of, of, uh, how he looked when he does play, Um, He just see if he can get some consistent games going and get healthy.
1: Yeah, uh, like and you said it earlier was similar to Turcotte. Let's just see if he can get a healthy running games here, and then see what happens as we approach the trade deadline. And because you mentioned Athanasius, like even if he gets dealt, you still got Grunstrom and Anderson Dolan ahead of him, and Velarde's knocking on the door with his play. So you know it's it's we it's been talked about for months. It's a it's a log jam that has so far tended to work itself out. Um, So we'll see what the next couple of weeks brings.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, let's go to a little uh, commercial break here with our sponsors at DraftKings. Fans. the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It is that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes, on DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet one just $1 on any NBA game, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 years or minimum age and location requirements which verify or vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for the first full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpgorg chat in New York. Call 877 8HOPENY or text 467-369. Thank you, DraftKings. All right, on to the Roadrunner Madness here. Three games against the same team. Lots of back and forth in the series. I believe I read somewhere online that like their the average goals per game in when they play the Roadrunners is like six and a half. Like between both teams, like it's just crazy back and My forth story. in most of these games. Um, a couple of comebacks and everything like that. Let's start with game one. Game one was the a loss here. Uh, but five goals in the first period. Started off hot. Ontario outshot Tucson 1812 in this one. Uh, uh but Michael uh car was it? Carconi? Carconi? Is that how you pronounce it? That's, yeah, had yeah, a hatchet. Had a hat-trick in this game, gets his first two in, in the in the first period. What did you see from the Roadrunners? They seem to come out pretty hot in this one, and and the rain did their best job at bouncing back.
1: The Roadrunners did come out hot. I thought the rain were on their heels early. Um, they got beat by a couple of goals from behind the goal line, a little low to high action on, on a couple of the goals that Tucson scored. So I actually thought the first period was um, was, a, was a slow start Um Doty dropped the gloves with LaCroix. So that maybe got into it a little bit, a couple of minutes into the game, but uh, all in all, it you know, the rain ended up taking the lead, but the first half of that period, I thought it was a bit of a slow start for Ontario. Uh, actually, Matty Villalta made a, a big breakaway save when it was one, nothing Tucson to keep it at one, nothing. And he was, he was pretty sharp early uh, and he had to be, and it allowed Ontario to get back in the game and then take the lead. But, um, slow start but they ended the period a bit stronger uh, overall.
0: Yeah, going in the second you get TJ Tynan and goals from TJ Tynan and Rasmus Kupari. Uh, the team looked a little bit better in the second one. You know, obviously they gave up a goal at the end, but overall they en- end up tying 4-4 at the end of the uh, at the end of the period. They looked like they got their footing back. Uh, obviously it helps when uh, your leading scorer Tynan kind of takes the reins. Uh, puts one uh, puck in the back of the net. There uh, feeds from Jordan Spence and Cameron Gaunce. I really like the way the team b- bounced back and came in this one. You had two goals within uh, you know 20 seconds or so uh, be- with Tynan and Capard, and, and it seemed like the momentum was shifting in the other direction.
1: Yeah, and it was a nice play by Spence. He was re- he was down low. He was actually behind uh, behind the net himself, and he caught Tynan streaking in. It was a nice play, uh, and we've seen Velarde. Be an impressive playmaker for Ontario. He set up Kapari. Really nice play there, too, as, again, Kapari was kind of backing off at the back door. Um, Real quick, too, I want to go back to the first period. Martin Furk, shocking, scored a power play goal, uh, assisted the Tynan, but the primary assist was Jared Anderson Dolan. And, again, man, I, I keep going back to this, but his down low play, what a pass he made. Cross the top of the crease to, to FERC. He just doesn't panic in that position, right? A lot of guys will get Mm -hmm. that and they'll just, they'll kind of, they'll throw it on net quickly or they'll, they'll make kind of a hurried play and he just doesn't do that. Very patient with the puck, really nice play there. So I just wanted to go back to that, but um, yeah, second period was better, but uh, Jan Janik has, has, his, he's done some damage against the, uh, the rain this season. And uh, he did it again. He put, uh, he tied the game back up, which was, it, it was a Velalta thought he had it. I, I think it was a, it was a weird play coming down the side. The, Yannick on the left wing comes into the middle, and I think I don't know if Velalta thought he had it or if he thought he was somewhat interfered with. Either way, the goal ends up counting. and It's four four after two.
0: Yeah, it was a, a, t- a tough game, but the third. Yeah, you're right. The third round uh, pick for 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 the uh, the Coyotes there has has been doing a great job all season 14 goals on the year there and, and it, they looked like they might have gotten a steal in the third round in uh, yawn so yeah definitely a tough game going in it's 4 four um and then you know we get down with uh with only five minutes left by two goals uh you know Samuel fagimo go, comes in uh scores his 16th of the year the team's had a couple opportunities towards the end um you know the rain have been pretty aggressive with pulling the goalies. I know when we were down early uh, early in the season with like five minutes left, they pulled the goalie. Uh, they've been pretty aggressive. And and outside, you know, unlike the Kings in recent memory, the rain have been pretty successful with the man advantage just because you assume that they're that successful because their power play is successful. They're used to playing with each other with a little bit of space.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm all for the aggressiveness with pulling the goalie and pulling him earlier than maybe – you know, traditionally you see goalies get pulled with a minute left or something like that. But I'm, I'm all for two minutes, three minutes. Um, if you're down by two, even three and a half, four minutes, I think, you know, when you're that late in the game trailing, particularly trailing multiple goals, your percentage of winning is, and I won't pretend to, to be an expert in this, but um, the probability is just so low that what's the difference if you lose by two or if you lose by three or if you lose by one or if you lose by two. So pull the goalie, get an opportunity. Um, it was tough watching it the way they went down. Um just a, it was a mishandle by Matty V. Yeah. Just it just uh, it just looked like a brain fart and a mishandle and, and it's it sucks to see because I've talked about him on this show, how how well he's played this season overall and of late. So tough to see him kind of have a mishandle there in the crease that Carconi's just able to poke in. But uh it happens um he hasn't had too many of those uh if well nothing really like that uh this season so that was tough to see but you know as you said they 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 kept coming they score uh, Fagimo scores late so they you know they're always pushing and with 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 this offense you're never out of a game you're you're never out of anything so
0: it seems uh, like they believe that too like you don't see anybody's head down on the bench when they're down late like you they think that they can come back and it's almost you know it's nice and refreshing that when you have a team this good they they, they just fully believe that
1: i think you know perhaps that that's that helped when you get off to such the start that they did, right? Unlike last year where they were off to a terrible like one in fifteen start or whatever that was, and it was the complete opposite this year. You know, I think that gives you a little bit of confidence to where when you get later in the season and you're getting into the doldrums of the season and you know you've you you're you're down a goal late or two goals late or whatever it is and you can kind of go back to that and and you know that you guys have it and you to pull something like that off and you have that confidence up and down the lineup. You can get goals from pretty much anybody. Um, so yeah, I think that's part of the reason that you're seeing that.
0: Quietly effective game from Jordan Spence gets his third three point game of his, uh, rookie season. So, um, right? That's his third, yeah, third three-point game of of his rookie season. So, you know, quiet game from him considering he didn't get one of the stars of the game, but still puts in three points uh, and continues his hot rookie season.
1: It seems, it it seems every game it's, you look on the score sheet and Jordan Spence has two assists. Um, He's having an an unbelievable rookie season. We talked about it uh, last week that, you know, if nobody else is going to talk about it, we're going to talk about seeing if he can Mm -hmm. be rookie of the year. We'll, 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 man that banner if we have to
0: just got to keep pumping the tires man just keep pumping the tires <laughs> and eventually they get field so let's move it over to the game two this one was a uh, early route by uh, the Ontario Rain. Uh, f- first period was a little slow gave up a power play goal uh, to Matias uh, Maselli, Massell, uh, and uh, Rain didn't really have anything going here only four shots on goal uh, but that definitely changed going in the second period they seemed like th- somebody talked in the locker room a uh, completely different team when they came out.
1: That, yeah, it was a much better, obviously, period. Austin Wagner with a nice shorthanded goal. And that Matias Michelli, he was just called up, actually. He's going to play, I believe Arizona plays tonight. He'll be in the lineup for the Coyotes. And it was kind of nice to see him go. He's he's had a good couple of games. He's a good little player for uh, for Tucson. And, you know, just given where Arizona is, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to spend uh, a significant amount of time up in um in Arizona, but a uh, big second period uh, for Ontario. Again, like I said, Wagner with the shorty Anderson Dolan picks up a couple of more goals. He stays hot. So um, that's is a, a period that they needed after, you know, you drop the first game, you have a slow start in the first period. So uh, a big second period was, uh, was good to see from them.
0: Yeah. Back-to-back goals in less than two minutes. Uh, probably the game that helped him get the call up, not that a season wasn't deserving, but um, you know, showing that he was hot there bringing an extra body on the road trip, which the Kings have, uh, have done pretty much all season. Um, you know, get taking an extra body there. So it hits him and Athens. See, you were scratched last night. Well, hopefully he gets some, some run here in the, in the next couple games. Uh, in addition, I don't know if they'll, uh, use him on the power play. Um, but, uh, it, it's something that, um, that maybe we see going on into, uh, the rest of the season. It looks like, uh, He, uh, Michelle, had his rookie lap skate, according to LTR regulate here on YouTube, uh, tonight, congratulations, uh, getting the nod there and, and playing in your first NHL game. So let's, uh, let's continue this in the, in the third period, Samuel just nets one off of Gabriel Velarde. Uh, it pretty much seemed the tires were deflated from, from Tucson in the third. Uh, it was kind of just a coast back and forth. No really urgent. I didn't think there was any much urgency from, um, Ontario just to bury this one. But I mean, I guess when you're already at four to one, uh, the game's pretty much over at that point, and unless you're the uh, unless you're the Los Angeles Kings from last night. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to continue to dig them because I'm a little still a little bit hurt that I can't see a, a win uh, when I go in. But I digress. So Samuel Fagimo 17th of the season. Vladi with 20 assists. Vladi is you know sneakily well he's not really sneakily anymore, but he's third on the team uh, with uh, points per game. You know, 1.03 points per game behind Tynan and Firk. Again, just keep he keeps up the, the hard work and,
1: and producing. Yes. Again, I think it's just a matter of time. I'd said it with Anderson Dolan. So I was almost, almost a little surprised that Anderson Anderson Dolan got the call-ups. I, I'm going to think he's going to see some time, but I, I think with Anderson Dolan and Velarde, it was, these two are just ready. It's just a matter of, is there a spot? Is yeah. there a spot that opens up? And, and maybe, um, Anderson Dolan will get in next game on that on that third line with uh, in place of Grunstrom. Perhaps that's the route they go. But Velarde is another one that is uh, I think he's ready. I think he can provide help. I think he can help on the power play. I think he, he's I don't know what more they need to see um, from an offensive standpoint. I think he can excel. And I he talk about a guy that I think would fit great next to Byfield. And I think that is Velarde. Uh so I would love to see him in Los Angeles, but again, it's there's no spot right now.
0: Moving over to the third game here, uh, the comeback. Real quick, I, yes. I don't mean to – No, let's, I, I yeah, if have throw an extra
1: point, go ahead. John Letheman, he plays his uh, yes. first game of the season, yeah. picks up a big win, big makes 20, 27 saves, good on him. You know, it's, and not that – it's been kind
0: of weird the fact that, um, you know, which I've said it too, that the weakest part of our prospect pool is our goalie unit. Um, you know, Preaks played some games. Ingham's played some games. Lethemans now played his first game. I, I would assume Sparks would be the the number two when he's healthy. I heard he is back skating again. Um, we don't know how. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but I heard he is back skating again. So it's nice. The maybe you don't have some confidence to get some long term success out of these goalie prospects right now, but they've all shown that they can come in at least win one game. So down the stretch, if there's some injuries or some COVID issues. And the rain are in a playoff push, you know, having these goalies there that can maybe come in and spot start a game or two and get some W's is definitely something to be encouraged about.
1: Yeah, sort of the blessing in disguise, I guess, of um, not having that is a lot of different guys are going to get a look. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if Sparks goes down, you know, um, then they've, they've given looks to Ingham, they've given looks to Parik, as you said, and now Latham. And so I guess if if nobody else is is kind of, Fully showing that they're prepared to take that next step, um, then they're all going to get a little bit of a look, which which can't hurt either. So um, we'll see if if somebody kind of evolves out of this group.
0: Yeah, and it's something interesting. I know we're not into our draft talk yet, really, but there's something I've been throwing out, and I've been listening to a, you know multiple draft shows for for the NHL. And there isn't a first uh, there isn't a first round talent goalie this year. Uh, you know, the last several years there's been a first round talent goalie. You know, there really isn't even a high, you know, guaranteed number one. There's a lot of guys just balancing around. I wouldn't be surprised if the Kings maybe take multiple shots at goalies in the coming year and just throw a bunch of darts and hope a couple of them hit because the rest of the prospect pool is so deep.
1: Yeah, they're at a stage now where you sense they're going to take kind of that next step in there, where it's it's a it's a fine line, right? Because they have they have a pretty full cupboard when it, when it comes of prospects right now, but. That can go away relatively quickly. If you package three of them in a trade, well, now that gets a little bit thinner. So you still want to make sure that you're you're backfilling that in these drafts. And and so it's it's it'll be it's, it's a delicate balance, I assume, right? That you have to kind of manage that and kind of these guys have to look. You know, two, three, four years down the road, five years down the road, to see you know, making sure that they've got uh, enough guys in the to, in the pool to to develop at various levels uh, to make sure timing all fits out. It's it's you know it's it's got to be a fun job, but a stressful one at the same time.
0: Well, it's going to be a pretty big draft for goalies. Uh, you know, for if they do make that pick, because you think goalies are about three, five to six years away. If that goalie is going to be a pro around that time, that means Cal Peterson's over 30. And so you're looking for that next heir apparent. And so, you know, you could r- relatively think that they're, if they draft a goalie in the second or third round this year, that they deem worthy that may, that they think that that guy has a possibility to be the heir apparent because of how long it takes to, to get that far. You know, I think Valalta probably a backup or maybe that kind of that, that swing guy, or if they need to have an injury, uh, Ingham and Parik really haven't stepped up at all to show, Progression to see maybe if they have a shot. So, you know, they might have to throw some darts there, or then you're looking, or you're looking at uh, maybe after Peterson's uh, contract is up, maybe having to make a big signing uh, in between the pipes and and get it from free agency. So let's move on to the last one here uh, before we give our rain player of the week. This one was a little bit madness. I'm going to have to rely on you, Joe, because uh like i said at the game last night you're the one you're our expert on this one so tell us what you uh saw in the first and and how this
1: game got going it wasn't good uh the first first period wasn't good i mean for the bulk of the period it, it, tucson had outshot i think it was it was late in the first when they were up three nothing tucson was and they were out shooting ontario 11 to four at one point it was just a totally flat period from the rain um Jacob Doty pots his first of the year. So it kind of gets them back into it a little bit, um, but not a whole lot there in the first period to speak of. Um, and I'll be honest, as we as we kind of switch over into the second period, um, I, I, it wasn't a great put the next two periods, frankly, there wasn't like this, this huge push. I mean, th- like I said, they were outshot 11 to four at a certain point late in that first period. And then they poured it on at the end of that period. But after that, it was 3-1, and there just never seemed to be that 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 push, that jump to, to like, press to tie the game. They didn't dominate the rest of the game. They didn't control the shots the rest of the game. Um, I mean, heck, the shots were 15, 15 apiece in the second and third period, so uh, it, it – the the goals that Anderson scored more or less came out of nowhere. it's not as if they were, the ice was tilted and they were, they were expected to come. It's just, you know, he, he gets the puck late in that, in that third period. Um, and a gorgeous shot on the, from the left wing, uh, streaking down the left wing. And he scores the the beauty between the legs goal to tie it. But that it's not as if these goals were, were expected. It was only a matter of time because the rain were just dominating the, the third period. That wasn't the case at all. Um, but fortunately, they had a game-breaker uh, opportunity in Leish Anderson, and, and they took it. So, um, And that gave them a little bit of a jump, I would say, as they headed into the overtime period.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely something that, that showed they can come back. Like, like I said, I don't think they're ever out of the game there yeah. uh, as long as, as you look at it. And good for Leish coming back after injury and, and just stepping in uh, right away.
1: Yeah, and then, of course, you know, in overtime – Marty Furk uh, you know it, it, it's just what a season he's put together and you could see the reaction he had when he scored the goal too, how fired up he was and it's he's been a just a fun player to watch he's just got 28 goals this season uh, you know Tynan picks up yet another assist for 55 assists on the season so um it was, it was great the rain the rain and listen they stole a couple of points there let's be honest so um but they'll take it. You know, there's there's games where you don't always have it. You don't have that jump. They're at the extra gear, and and you find a way. And and it's just kind of crazy. We've talked about how they get goals from up and down the lineup. They get goals from defensemen. And look at the goal scorers in this game. Like, Jacob Doty scores his first goal. Um, as one of our commenters here says, it was a nice pass from, uh, from Wagner. Like, Jacob Doty chips in and then you get two from Leah anderson who hasn't even played all season to tie the game and it's just you're never out of it this team is never out of it which makes it uh, a lot of fun as as fans uh to watch this team play
0: yeah very very uh very good game and, and getting some points and you know if you're going by just straight points i'm just saying straight points right now the Rainer in first place so 66 points the heat have 64 um i know points percentage or whatever the the, the AHL's Thrown up there on their uh, on their uh, website, you know us us rain fans can look at the other way and, and say, "Hey, we're in first place." So uh, let's uh, let's uh, go to a, another comment here from LTR Regulate, and just kind of on the side, it says he's been disappointed with Akil Thomas this year, one assist, no goals in eighteen games. I know he's coming off surgery, then hurting his foot, uh, blocking a shot, some tough breaks, but he needs to get going. He's twenty two years old.
1: Um. I don't want to kill the kid. He's 18 – or he's 22 years old. He's only played, uh, what, 18 games this season. He is coming off the injuries. That's, it's, and, and and listen, like, big surgeries he had, right? I think it wasn't a double shoulder surgery he had, I think, in the offseason. So, you know, I, I'm – my expectations for him, I think, when – I guess I don't remember maybe what I said as he was coming back from injury around the holiday time. So maybe go back and pull the tape. But honestly, I, I don't – maybe it's a cop-out. I, I don't care what he does the rest of the season production-wise. I just want him healthy. Get him healthy. Get the reps. Get him playing. Get him playing in all sorts of – all three um, um, areas, But power play, even strength, um, penalty kill. Get him in the – when they make playoffs, he'll be a, a prominent player in playoffs you know, and just get him back into a rhythm. I think you miss that much time with a serious injury you're coming back from. Plus you miss more time when you take a, you know, you, you block a shot. I get it. I understand the disappointment and and I'm sure there's a level of of me that's disappointed in the production and there's is disappointed with the overall play. Um, but at the same time, I, and I want to be a little bit more patient and give it, give it the rest of the season Let's see how the offseason goes and then into training camp next year and see how he looks. And if he can stay healthy the rest of the way and have a healthy offseason get going, then we'll have a bit more of a, a fairer, maybe perhaps truer evaluation uh, of Akeel Thomas. Cause remember he had a pretty good season last year. He, he showed a lot of signs that he's going to be an exciting player. Um, and he unfortunately has to deal with some, some injury stuff. So I, I, I want to, I want to throw the the production stuff out the window. I just want him healthy, and hopefully, as he gets going the rest of this way, that the final month or so of the season, he can start to be a productive player.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying this next statement directly reflects on him, but not all of our prospects that everybody likes and enjoys is going to make it.
1: Very true. Very. It's also it's a good point. It's a fair point. And like you said, not to say that that's going to be a kill Thomas, but people have to understand that that not all some of these guys aren't, aren't going to make it you know they may get a cup of coffee in the nhl but that's that's not they're not all going to make it um and who knows I mean, he could be one of them but it, it's that's a fair point too
0: yeah there's only so many mouths they can feed and you look at what he's done and i mean i personally like a kills game you know i i thought he was one of my favorite uh, more favorite prospects outside the first rounders i think he's a swiss army knife he plays yeah you know Agreed. he's played center he's played wing um i know in in juniors he's uh played defense a couple times uh when the team needed it he has a good head on his shoulders he owns a clothing line in zale which actually did the king's uh warm-up jerseys the other night Yeah, the kid's very smart he does a podcast called souls on ice uh talking about um uh, minorities within hockey and everything like that so like he's got his hands in in Many pots, and obviously, hockey is the number one pot for him. Uh, but he's a bright kid. I I wish nothing but the best for him. For me, the production does mean something 18 games, and you only have one point. Um, you know, I'm not expecting him to be a point per game player, you know, coming off the injury, but I would look like to see a little something, you know, and not anything like crazy. Like, if he had, I don't know, if he had like six or seven points right now, I'd be like, okay, he's coming off injury, but he has some production there. We're just not seeing anything. And that's maybe a little cause for concern for me because he's the type of player that you do need in those situations. He scored the golden goal for Canada. Um, you know, he's been to pressure situations, he's been relied upon uh, for big moments. And if the rain are going to make this deep push, he's going to have to be a member. I think that he is a, one of those quiet leaders in the locker room, um, has a good head on his shoulder. And I think that he's going to be a needed piece if this team continues to go far.
1: Yeah, and and especially if guys are going to end up, uh, you know, being called up or being moved out via trade, you know, his role and his importance uh, on the team could uh, could improve or could you know get a lot bigger. That's for sure. If guys ahead of him are going to be out of that lineup over the next few weeks, so. But I, I just want to see him get a stretch of games healthy. And I know I've said that with Turcotte, and maybe I'm being a little too lenient, but I, I, these. These are young kids still getting used to the pro game and, and they're they're also trying to do it as they're, you know, continuing to miss games and miss time and miss reps and rehab from injury. And it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, he's still got he's still got a couple years before he hits his prime. You know, some people are late bloomers. Uh, you know, I have all the the confidence in the kid to to write the shit, but we'll see, we'll see what happens here. Let's get it let's wrap this thing up with our rain player of the week. Joe, who do you want to nominate for rain player of the week?
1: We named the award after him. unofficially (laughs) Unofficially. but we we haven't given it to him in quite a while probably because we just said it's a given he always gets it but when you get eight points in three games i'm giving it to (laughs) tj okay i think i think that's uh, maybe he's he's listened to the show and we haven't given him the name of the award isn't enough for him he needs to actually win the award so tj tynan uh we we've just raved about him all season i mean what I, I think he's even exceeded the expectations that, that I had. And you remember in the off season about how I was just gushing over this kid and it really excited to have him around, but I don't think I expected even this level of dominance where it, it's just, he's, he is one of the best American hockey league players I've ever seen. I maybe I'm overstating it, but man, oh man. I mean, he's, he's on, he's going to come close perhaps to, to, Touching the assist record in the AHL, he's got 55 assists on the season. I mean, holy cow! Um, what a player, and and what a stretch of three games where he picks up uh, a goal and seven assists.
0: Yeah, right now second in the league in scoring. Uh, you know, might be able to take his second MVP. Has uh, 11 goals and 55 assists. He probably would have even more if he didn't get that call up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously they rewarded him with giving him an NHL paycheck for a couple days uh you know so good on him you know put some extra money in your pocket but yeah i agree you took mine as well uh like i said when you have that many points it's hard not to give an honorable mention but i'm going to give an honorable mention and it's not a player um and i'm probably going to butcher his last name because i always forget how to pronounce it but chris uh is it cases
1: tool what christian the uh, case the coach oh the coach
0: yeah i mean robo's been gone pretty much all year assistant coach i know he's he's but he stepped up in the rain haven't really missed a beat you know i'm not saying that robo is uh is you know a bad coach or anything like that but good on him like stepped into the role obviously was thrown into it because robo left so unexpectedly and this team is pushing for first place still and and keeping it going keeping the power play successful you know that's what robo was known for is the offensive uh, juggernauts for team usa and just keeping that rolling, go for it. I mean, you have to have the tools in your tool shed as well. But you know, you, I gotta give him props; he's doing doing a good job, and the team's going. And we still wish Robo uh, with whatever he's dealing with the best of luck, and hoping he gets back whenever he can. But uh, way to step up and keep this team rolling.
1: Yeah, no, no question. I echo that sentiment on Robo. And yeah, that's listen. And you've seen a little bit in LA. Trent Young getting getting a few games of uh, running the running the bench. And yeah, for to do it for an extended period of time like this. Um, that's probably not an easy thing. I mean, it's, it's one thing to be the assistant coach. um, And I'm like, I'm an assistant coach on the high school team, I coach, but so it's a different role though. Right. I mean, as an assistant, you're able to be a little bit more buddy, buddy with the guys. I know Robo's a player's coach, but at the same time, he's got to be a bit of an authoritarian at times and make sure that things are in line. So as an assistant to to slide into that role, you know, I think it, it's it's a testament to him, but it's also a testament to the character of the players in the room that they have that respect to to continue to play for him and and um and and put in the same type of effort. Um, so I think that's a good shout. And I'm going to say, though, you you, I thought you were going Christian Case's stool. Hey, he's been in this lineup quite I mean, a bit. You could. You could. The I mean, rain, he's, he's under the radar. He's not a prospect, but, you know, got the it, PTO it comes, in a state here. Yeah, throw some stick taps his way. I think I think that's deserved. And he's picked up a handful of points here and there. Credit to him.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I and I got to give uh, credit where it's due. When I heard this, but uh, listen to the rain check, and he's one of three Norwegians in North America playing. Uh, okay, hockey.
1: there we go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, seven seven points in seventeen games. As a, like you said, he picked up an assist last game too. Like, hey, you know, I, good good on him. Yeah, it's height. Yeah, yep. yeah, height. Thanks. 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 Uh, you know, I, I said I was going to butcher
0: it and I apologize, but I got to get it right eventually. So appreciate that. Regulate for uh, for letting me know how it's pronounced. Well, that'll do it for another episode here uh, on making it rain. Thank you guys for coming in the chat and, and talk with us. Joe, always a pleasure. Uh, you can find all of our articles at hockeyroyalty.com, putting them out every day, the pre and post games. Uh, different things the draft season is going to be coming up so we got some of that stuff coming up too um, we just released an episode uh, today uh, talking about the Kings unfortunate losses to the Bruins and uh, the Dallas Stars and so uh, listen to that one before you listen to this one or vice versa but listen to them both uh, thank you for the Hockey Podcast Network where, which we're a part of we appreciate that thank you for our sponsor DraftKings as always go
1: Kings go go Kings